Welcome to Thrive with Confidence. This podcast provides insight into the Aquios Alliance, a buying group that connects private practices with trusted vendors and expert support. We will feature discussion with our vendor partners and optometrist members while we explore topics that will empower your independence. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Thrive with Confidence Industry Insights. I'm Scott. Today, I'm joined by Ellie, Teresa, and Kendall. Good afternoon, ladies. Good afternoon. That's where you guys say hi. (laughs) Welcome, Welcome to the podcast today. Today, we want to talk about the usage of virtual assistants in our ever-changing hiring climate, it's becoming increasingly hard for practices to not only find people, but to find the right people. So today we're going to talk about how can we incorporate the usage of a virtual assistant in different areas of our practices. We're going to talk about some of the pros, some of the cons, just something to think about as we move forward with using something that's new, not to um, technology, but new to our industry. So today we're going to talk about that. Um, let's dive into virtual assistance, the pros and the cons. I mean, I'm definitely seeing it becoming a more popular avenue that people are looking at, especially when it comes to to scribing. I know in a in a private practice that it's not very often that scribes are the one of the top positions that you look for to fill, but a virtual assistant can come in and help make that a more affordable option for those doctors that are needing a scribe in their office. Now, let's be real. Hiring is tough, right? It, it, it's it's a challenge for all, not just practices, but I feel like all, all businesses out there, right? We're, we're, have, we're having, they're having problems hiring, um, not just hiring, but hiring the right people, hiring good people. We, we've got things that are going on with the um, in, in increased uh, wage requirements uh, across the, the, the country are happening uh, daily, right? And so our practices are faced with, with challenges that they have not been faced with in 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 the past and and with the introduction of this newer like i said newer technology this has been around for a while but it's something that that i believe our sector of healthcare is starting to take advantage of more and more often is is virtual assistance and and this is something that i think can be used in in multiple facets um, or ways in in our practices what are, what are some of the, the the ways that you have seen practices integrate a virtual assistant in into their businesses? I think as Kendall mentioned, I think I've seen it more prominently embraced within the exam assistance input, uh, data entry and data input for um, scribing. Um, But I do see that it's kind of moving into other areas of the practice. So doctors that I've worked with in the past have actually utilized those scribes working and assisting in the exam room for authorizations for insurance benefits, you know, kind of letting them dabble into that um, area as well. So I see that it's kind of moving towards um, front desk communications as well. I've seen it also add, you know, a level of um, flexibility for our practice as well. You know, I think that there's a, a large pool of potential employees to potentially choose from. And like uh, Michelle said, I mean, whether you're looking for somebody who can tend to front desk duties, uh, scribe, somebody that can do both. Um, it, it allows for that, I think, flexibility that might not otherwise be 
affordable to practice. Definitely opens up a, a whole new avenue, right, for our for our practices to to look at. What what are what are some of the positives that that you are seeing uh, that that this will bring to to practices by by going to more of that of that virtual employee? I've absolutely seen where the utilization of our Rockstar in-person team being available to take care of those patients um, and not be really, really bogged down with some of those other tasks that can be handled by someone not in the office. So, you know, uh, whether that be uh, using some of the other companies that are actually outsourcing from other countries or even um, just utilizing remote help to utilize, you know, to, for that to be a benefit to kind of have it for that hiring pool. Um, some people do like that hybrid model, but I think it's absolutely been beneficial to then utilize the team that you have to help patients that are there um, in the office and be, be very well taken care of. In fact, I have a couple one in particular that I know that has moved all of the phone answering to a call center that is remote. So phones are are being routed um, outside of the office so that very, very happy uh, front desk can actually greet a patient appropriately and get a patient checked out appropriately without being bogged down with the phones ringing as much as we know that they do. So that's one benefit that I've definitely seen and have heard of. It controls that chaos in the office where if you don't have the space to be able to move your your phones to a, a quote unquote call center in the office where um, you're not having to hear a ringing constantly. But if, yeah, if you don't have the space, if you are able to do it virtually, that's such a huge advantage at that point in time. Obviously, we know the the the, the phones in, in answering those calls. It's it's a very important part of of our business, and so I don't want this to make it sound like it's a burden or a bad thing for our practices. Obviously, the phones aren't ringing. Uh, we're we're not filling any any exam chairs, right? Um, but it 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 can be a it can be a, a distraction, not a negative one, but a, a distraction for our our in person employees, right? It, it it does pull focus from the the patients that are right in front of them. Um, they they have to choose, right? To, do I answer that phone? Do I get this person? What you know, and, and and it can cause some some undue and unnecessary stress. And so I I, I love that the practices are, are are looking at at different options to move those phones away from that front desk area, but still be able to take care of those important patients on the phone. What other positives? I think one of the other big ones I think for um, scribes, you know, in the exam rooms is the opportunity for our doctors to really really have that opportunity to pay the pay to pay that attention to the patient in the chair, right? So not having to worry so much of the, about the data entry and really being focused on um, being able to see the patient that's in front of them and really have that conversation, really build that relationship with them. Very, very much knowing that all the dictation is happening and the chart is going to be completed once the doctor has an opportunity to review it, right? So it just gives that doctor just a little bit more quality time with the patient, well, how about just the fact that, that, that a practice can have a scribe, right? We, we know that that's a, that's a luxury position. That's not, uh, that, at one point, that was something that, I mean, you, you earned, you earned a scribe, right? That was, you get to a certain level, you know, a certain time in, in, in the industry. And that's, that, that was something, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm to a, a financial place or, or a, a, a volume to where I can have one because a scribe definitely helps the, 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 um, office run more efficiently, help the doctors run more efficiently. But now, 
due to the cost-effective nature of, of a virtual assistant, definitely makes it uh, uh, to where more and more practices can have this position that once was considered to be a luxury. Yeah, and I think you mentioned some of the cost components that our doctors are facing right now with increased wages. So we know it's a component that um, that we always are looking for uh, ways you know, to solve that, that particular issue. And remote scribing does exactly that because it is quite affordable and you're getting some high quality, at least the experience that I've had and what I've heard is you're still getting some really quality um, persons that really appreciate the work uh, working for you. You do want to invite them in as the team, as part of the team. That is one thing that I've seen um, make for a very successful um, partnership with your remote team. Um, as we know, working outside of the office it takes that time um, to really build that relationship. Um, and it's important that you do. So I think that's one of the things to kind of think about whenever you're considering a remote scribe. To piggyback off of that, a lot of the feedback that I have received on that is that many of the um, employees have some familiarity with the uh, technology, with the EHR systems. So while there's still some training that needs to be done, uh, a lot of the times it's maybe not as extensive as hiring somebody who may not be familiar so it just makes that process a little bit more seamless. Yeah, and a point I just wanted to add too is most times you have the de the designated person that's your virtual assistant, whether it be scribe or front desk, that you're not getting just whoever is available at that time. It's it's that dedicated person. So they really do become part of your team. And I've even heard of offices inviting them to their holiday party and like inviting them to team gatherings because like Ellie and Teresa mentioned, they're part of the team. They they are one and the same. What are what are some some uh, complications or, or or troubles that that you've found uh, with, with using a, a virtual assistant, whether it be a scribe or at the front desk or whatever position they may hold? Definitely logistics. The the technology part of it of getting it to where it's either an iPad or some sort of system that 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 virtual assistant can either be in the exam room or if they need to move quote unquote around the office, um, there's logistics in the office to allow them to do that, to having them also be able to have access to the EHR, things of that nature. So a lot of it, I mean, is going to be logistics and having to figure out the technological way to have this virtual assistant be part of your team. Yeah, there's definitely some setup components um, regarding all of um, those types of logistics. And I think the other thing is like, how do I train this person who's not here? That is definitely a foreign concept to a lot of our practices that we have to overcome, right? Because we are so used to that hands-on in-person training, and which is pretty typical. That that's how we that's how we train. And so now we're kind of have to think around the whole. Um, I've I can teach them because I can have this conversation, you know, through a uh, team's chat or through zoom meetings and those types of things. But then how do I ensure that they're grasping that they're doing what I'm asking them to do? Cause shadowing them becomes kind of a logistical component too, but there are answers to all of those um, components. And, and I think most of the, um, 
virtual remote companies out there do have some really nice setups and training that that definitely happen. And then for the conversations that I've had with some of my team members is like, hey, there are a lot of virtual webinars and training that can be accessed anywhere on the internet. So it's just a matter of really, really amping up the utilization of those resources within your training and integrating that as much as possible as well. So it's interesting, but it's definitely something that um, can be done. The other thing is the doctors that have had um, like a remote scribe, that scribe gets it trained, being utilized, doing phenomenal. And now we're ready to move on to number two scribe. And that hired scribe, number one, trains hired scribe number two. And so the the components of having to continuously train another scribe, once you actually get one, a remote scribe, you're able to utilize them to, to train the rest. So um, it's a growing and emerging thing in our industry. And I'm, I'm glad that our doctors are, you know, taking a leap of faith in, in interacting with that concept. And it definitely, depending on, on where you are re- regionally, uh, it's it's technology, right? And, and it's not all patients are going to be super jazzed about a, a new new technological advance in a practice. So make sure that, that you are ready to explain for with, as, as within a, a scribe, right? So we're going to be bringing uh, somebody into the room. Uh, I'm using air quotes for those of you who can't see me, we're gonna, it, that, that is not physically in the room. So we're going to need to make sure that we that we have it down pat. How are we how are we describing um, who this who this this virtual person is in the room? Um, what 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 does the security look like for my uh, my health information and, and and what's being shared in in, in the room? It's going to be that same confidentiality that you would have with anybody any other employee that would be joining the the exam. But I think that's something that we want to get down pat right before we just go in and and, and try it out. I think at the end of the day, when we when, when we look at this, it's a really neat thing that we have to utilize, right, for practices. And so I think when when, when we look at it, it's something new. Uh, once again, not new as a technology, but it's new to our to our industry. So I think it's something that practices need to be open minded. Is it for every practice? No, but not everything is. Every practice is different. Every a team is different. Every business owner is different. But I think the biggest thing is is to look into it. Is this something that your practice could benefit from? Um, if you are having trouble hiring finding the right people uh, if you feel like you're 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 spending a lot of time sifting through uh, resumes that just aren't the right people maybe looking at a virtual assistant could be the right thing for you but do your homework do your research know what you're getting into there's a ton of great companies out there with a ton of great resources if you have any questions feel free to reach out to your advisor we'd love to be able to help any way that we can or even connect you with people who have utilized the, the this technology and these virtual scribes, um, virtual front desks, virtual assistants in, in their own practices to maybe help out. So thank you for another great episode, ladies. It was, as always, a blast to spend the afternoon with you. Um, I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you.